What's going on, everybody? Long time no see. This is Hail Mary Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. Uh, here with my boys, Nathan and Aiden. Say what's up, guys. What's good? What's going on? Um, so we took a little break from, you know, the whole summer. There was nothing, what, like, we're going to talk about golf and baseball. Like, we're not those big guys for those sports, so... I don't know. It's not very interesting to talk about. We're more, you know, football. That's what we're going to start talking about today. We're going to do our uh, 2021 NFL predictions, as well as a little treat at the end about uh, our fantasy teams and our fantasy draft this year. Um, do you want let Do you want to start it off with Thursday's matchup, Nathan? Yeah, for sure. So Thursday, we got a pretty good one to open up the year, I think at least. Uh, Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. It'll be interesting because it should be two high-powered offenses, but um, I think I like the Bucs in this one just because they have the advantage defensively. I haven't seen enough from the Cowboys' side because last year we all know they were atrocious defensively, so mm-hmm. excited to see if they get any better or not, but um, I got to go with the Bucks in this one. The experience from last year's Super Bowl run, I think they'll carry in the momentum and have a great 2021 season. McCall's, what are you saying here? Yeah, I'm probably going to go Buccaneers as well, you know. Coming off that Super Bowl win, I think Tom Brady's going to come back. A lot of people still doubting him. A lot of people every year saying he's falling off the cliff. So I think he wants to continue to stick it to the haters. And they have such a high-powered offense, you know. They still have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, A.B., all the running backs. They still have Leonard Fournette, Rojo. They still have that amazing offensive line. And they have a defense that can hold the Cowboys to, I'd say, probably under 20 points, even with all the weapons that the Cowboys have. So I'm going to go Buccaneers here. I think they're going to look to get their season off after getting some much-needed chemistry that they built up last season, continuing into the offseason. I think they're going to take it right into this year and start off blazing. Wow inspiring words there from you Aiden I'm hyped man I'm we so hyped NFL hyped, season man. dude you don't Ooh. even know how hyped I am this is all I've been talking about like, long, in my man. jersey yeah man um I gotta go with the same thing I gotta go with the Bucks. there's there's no way I I don't I probably will never pick the Cowboys this year just because I, I hate the Cowboys and it's just the Bucks. the Bucks are a Super Bowl team they brought everyone back there's no way I don't see like Nathan, like both of them said, it's they've got a, such a high powered offense and the Cowboys D isn't going to be able to stop them. So we'll get into um, I don't, Sunday's know, don't think I've ever been ever been that excited to hear Joe Buck's voice. In my life. Man, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I hate that man too, though. We got um, so Sunday at one, we have um, the Eagles and the Falcons. This is actually a kind of debatable topic on the first one let's hear Aiden's opinion Eagles Falcons Aiden Eagles Falcons um you know there's a lot of believers in Jalen Hurts I happen to not be one of them I think he had a few fluky games last year um where he other opponents just didn't know what he was yet so I think after watching the film from last year they haven't improved their weapons all that much other than Devontae Smith. We don't know how he's going to groom into the NFL just yet. So we'll have to see about him. Um, so I'll take the Falcons week one. I don't think the Falcons got much better, but they didn't get much worse. And I'd say I have the Falcons ahead of the Eagles. And I think 
in this matchup, the Falcons have a good chance to overtake it in the offensive. But you never know what the Falcons, man. They could get a lead and just – it could just be gone in a second. So <laughs> we'll have to see. That is facts. Uh, Nate, what are you thinking here? Falcons, Eagles, I, I don't know. I want to hear your opinion on this. What are the percentages looking like? Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, I was just about to say. So um, I have the so I have a percentage on the side of my computer here, and um, so for the Bucks one, it was obviously uh, ninety four to six for the Buccaneers. For the Falcons and Eagles, is people on Yahoo uh, Pro Football Pick'em are saying seventy seven percent are going towards the Falcons, whereas twenty two point seven one percent are going to the Eagles. I think I'm also I'm siding with Aiden on this one. I'm going to go with the Falcons. I am also not a believer of Jalen Hurts, even in his best game last year where he tore up the Cardinals. He's still at a 52% completion. He just didn't look great at all times. He's able to make that spectacular play, which I guess is something you want to see out of a quarterback, especially like a mobile one. But um, I just don't think he has what it takes to win, and I think the Eagles will find out the same thing pretty shortly, but um, even the Falcons still got Matt Ryan at quarterback, and he's, he's been there forever, so I mean, he's got the familiarity with the team, and I like the addition of bringing in Arthur Smith as the head coach, um, saw what he could do with Derrick Henry and the Titans offense, and I think they're going to finally be able to establish a run game with him, and um I just think the Falcons will win this one week one. I believe they're at home too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. Um, I'll include that for the next ones as well. The Mercedes Superdome. And um, I think they'll take this one. Yeah. One. Okay, well, I I will also say that I am not a believer in Jalen Hurts. I will third that. I do have him in fantasy. He's a great fantasy player. It's like having Lamar Jackson as quarterback. It's like I don't believe both, neither of those quarterbacks will – are able to take a franchise to a Super Bowl. I, I just don't I, – I would like to be proven wrong because I like to see people succeed. But I got to go with the Falcons. I think not that they've gotten better or worse, like Aiden said. Their defense has gotten healthy now. They've gotten a full offseason of rest. Let's see if they can stay healthy. Uh, Calvin Ridley is wide receiver one uh, permanently. He has that in his mindset. We're going to see what he does with it. Kyle Pitts, all these guys uh, – We'll definitely see. Um, we'll go to the next one. Steelers-Bills. So the Bills are at home with a 88.4% win uh, choice over the Steelers, 116 I'll start off with this one. I think the Bills are going to win. That's coming from a Steelers fan. It's it's just like it, – it's, it's common knowledge. It, the Bills are a better team. I can't, I can't really argue with it. I think it's going to be a really good game. Don't get me wrong. But – I think that the Bills do come on top of it. They played last year. They've played over the last two years now, and the Bills just look like a better team. Uh, the Steelers' defense can't handle Josh Allen for four quarters of football uh, without their offense producing, and I don't see their offense producing week one against a strong defense like the Bills. Uh, Nate, do you want to take this next? Yeah, nah. my gut, I really want to take the Steelers on this one, but I'm going to have to go with the Bills. Um, I know Big Ben always comes out firing week one, typically, and um, that's going to be really the only game of the year where I could see him potentially being at his full health, his fucking beat-up shoulder there and whatnot. I just, um, 
if there is a time for them to upset, I think it's early in the year with the – they're bringing back pretty much the same offense without Najee and a few of their O-linemen. So they're going to be familiar there where um, even the defense, they lost some secondary players, but they're still going to have the familiarity. And um, I'm just going to have to go with the Bills. Josh Allen's too good, and it's hard to bet against him really. But um, at home too, that Buffalo crowd makes it a lot tougher to win there than anywhere else. So um, I'll take the Bills, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Steelers pull this one out. I've said, I can Yeah, I couldn't say it any better. Uh, Aiden? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills as well. Um, Big surprise. <laughs> no, in my opinion, I'd say that the Steelers' defense is built to stop the run, and the Bills aren't a running team. So it makes sense that even if they bring all the pressure in the world, Josh Allen has shown that he can live up to the occasion. So uh, I'd look for him to find Stephon Diggs um, very frequently in this game. And I think the Bills' defense is set up to stop the Steelers because they don't have the O-line to establish that running game right away, in my opinion. Agreed. So with that secondary, I think they'll be able to uh, force Big Ben to throw those short routes. They added some pass rush in the offseason, so I think they'll be able to get to Big Ben, especially with the O-line that they have. Um, so I think all signs are pointing to the Bills for me. Yeah, I mean, even as a Steelers fan, I can't even argue with it. It's just factual at this point. Um, excuse me. Um, the next game is Minnesota at Cincinnati, the Bengals. The Vikings have an 81.5% win rate against the Bengals, 18.53. Aiden, do you want to take this one first? Yeah, I think this one's um, an interesting one. I think the Vikings have gotten slightly better this year. I think that they've added some decent pieces to an already pretty good team. I think they underperformed their value last year. So I think they're going to be looking to prove themselves a bit more this year. And then the Bengals, um, listen, that first round pick that they made, Jamar Chase over Penne Sewell, I think it's going to come back and bite them like so hard. I think that, that was just the worst pick of the first round based on a team making a pick uh, based on their needs. So uh, I think the Bengals didn't really get much better in my opinion. So I think with Minnesota's uh, confidence building, I'm going to go with Minnesota here and yeah, it's going to be my pick. All right, Nate. Sorry. I'm, yeah, fucking sure. my I'm also, I'm also going to take the Vikings for this week one matchup. A lot of the noise I've been hearing out of the Bengals training camp and preseason has um, been very negative news about Joe Burrow and his ability to bounce back from the injury early. It looks like he's been really struggling, and then that offense just doesn't really seem to be clicking with Jamar Chase dropping everything that comes his way. Um, still, Burrow hasn't really been on yet this preseason and you kind of want him to get into a groove going into the season and I think it's going to take him a few games at least to get right back into it so I think Minnesota takes this one week one they've improved their front seven even more than it already was last year and um, I like Minnesota going into this year a lot I think they're going to be a surprise team and I think they'll make the playoffs. I I also agree with that I mean I don't agree with 
that sixth slide that was sent in our fantasy football chat yeah. where they had a uh, someone predicted Minnesota being the top of the NFC this year. Uh, <laughs> that's not my that's opinion. Aaron right? Hamilton. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Um, I think they're a wild card team, though. I think that I, I do think the Vikings are going to be the Bengals. Um, I hope Joe Burrow gets better. I, I don't like the Bengals because they're in my division, but I like them a lot better than the other two because they've been so shit for the past franchise. So I, I still think the Vikings are going to win with Dalvin Cook as their running back and their receivers. I think Jettas is going to take a big leap this year. I think Thielen's solid as a wide receiver one or two, whatever you want to call them. Um, they have good depth. I, I think they're going to be good this year. Um, the next one, I don't, I don't even think we're going to have to talk about it because there's a couple of them. This, I think this is the easiest one we don't have to talk about. Uh, 49ers against the Lions at home. Uh, 49ers have a 93.26. Well, why? It should be like 99 in my opinion. Um, yeah. I mean, dude, I'm going to, 49ers. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Someone, someone go next. No, uh, there's not really much. I could put up an argument for the Lions winning. Um, Not even. Don't even bother with your words. 49ers are going to win this game, and I expect it to be probably by two scores. Mm. By yo, If the Lions win this game, and uh, you're hearing it on here right now, we're, we're probably all, I'm assuming Aiden's going to pick them. I'm, I'll donate, like, you know, 25, 50 bucks to some Detroit uh, – Charity or some shit like that. I don't know. I'll do something like that because that's how much I believe they suck. Yeah. Aiden, what do you think? You know what? MCDC is going to come in flying. He's got the boys riled up. Who? I'm going to pick the line. <laughs> MCDC. Who is that? Dan Campbell. Motor City Dan Campbell, bud. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> who? It's a uh, Lions head coach, new head coach. Oh, that's that's inspiring. <laughs> biting on recaps in this game. <laughs> all right, okay, all right. So we all got 49ers in that one. And by the way, uh, we're gonna be doing a little kind of friendly competition. See who can get the most pick them right. Um, we'll do the next one. I think this is a big one uh, that's gonna have a little controversy here. Is the Cardinals versus the Titans? Uh, Titans are at home. Titans have an 82.62% win rate, where the Cardinals have a 17.36. What are your opinions, Nate? Let's hear it. Yeah, this one's a little iffy for me. Um, Week one, I'm take, out the gates. I'm going to take Cardinals in this one. Okay. I think, um, again, they're a more established offense. We haven't really seen a full game with the Tannehill, Henry, Brown, Julio offense. I know Tannehill didn't even play at all in the preseason. I think same with Julio. And um, even then, they got a new offensive coordinator calling the plays. I think the Cardinals will come out and just be a little bit better than the Titans week one. And um, as long as Kyler Murray balls, I think their defense could hold it up just enough to where if they get into a shootout, I like the Cardinals' chances more against a weaker Tennessee defense. All right, I like that, Aiden. Uh, I think this one's a lot more even than the numbers say, but uh, that's a hard one. It's really hard, and I agree with it's you that the, the, the numbers are the toughest of the week for sure. I would say so. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I'd have to. Yeah, that's. I think I'll go with. I'll go with the Titans week one. I think Tannehill still has that connection with AJ Brown. 
it's not really that hard to make a connection with Julio Jones. He's been a perennial player over the last 10 years. So I think anytime Julio Jones comes into a new team, even if he hasn't done it before, I think he'll just come in and ball out if he's healthy. I know he's been battling injury over preseason. Um, I don't like the hits that they've taken on defense. Uh, so I think this one's going to be more of a shootout. But I like the Titans with Derrick Henry running the ball and then the two wide receivers outside. Yeah, I mean, this this is really, really even. I, I had the Titans until I kind of looked at it a little more uh, before I made my picks, and then I picked the Cardinals. I... I look at it, and I, you, you can't you never go wrong with just you know who like Julio and then Tannehill, Derrick Henry, AJ Brown. It, it's right, but a lot of hits on defense. I didn't like Quiddy Payas, who I think they picked right. No, they picked Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley. Oh, okay, Caleb. Yeah, cool. Um, I didn't really like the pick. So it kind of sounds like I didn't even know who was picked, but um, I remember I didn't like neither of the AFC South picks. Um, I think that new offensive coordinator really worries me for the Titans. And I think that a healthy Cardinals defense with JJ Watt and Chandler Jones playing, I, I, I don't see them losing. I, I don't see them losing to a Titans team with a weak defense and with hop and Kyler and their running back power. I, 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 I see the Cardinals winning it, but it really is going to be a good game. That's probably the game I'm going to tune into mm-hmm. is, more and more, I can't wait to see Scott Hansen turning it to the octo box, man. Ah, one, more, so. one more thing to add to that: this is probably the only game of the year where JJ Watt will be healthy. So that's what I'm saying. But, um, yeah, gives a yeah. bit of a boost to the Cards. JJ Watt. Um, next one: Seahawks Colts. So the Colts are at home. Seahawks got an 86.61% chance, and Colts got a 13.39. I should probably reword that where it's like 80, 86.61 percent of people have picked the Seahawks over the Colts to win. Colts are at home. So I'll st- I, I can start off this one. I got the Seahawks winning. It's MVP Russ season. Weeks one till week seven, eight, nine around is where Russ is a unanimous MVP in the league. I don't see the Seahawks losing more than two games in those weeks. And I certainly don't see them losing to Carson Wentz led Colts. Um, I think they've gotten a little worse since not really worse but I don't think they've made any huge changes to the team I think that bringing back Marlon Mack was really stupid uh because of Jonathan Taylor they brought back Marlon right Mack right yeah. I, I think that they should have established a running back one and let him go I think that they should have made some chance some more quality choices on the receiving core because I don't like Zach Pascal as their number one receiver. And T.Y. Hilton, I'm not saying he's not number one, but he's going to get injured. He's old. Um, I believe he's out week one with an injury. Yeah, he's out for the first little bit of the season. Okay, there we go. So I can't really argue against – as atrocious the Seahawks' defense is, I can't argue against how good their offense is going to be with DK in year two – or year three and then Russ being his MVP season. Aiden, what are you saying? Yeah, for me, I'm probably going to go Seahawks as well. I think the Colts will come on strong back half of the year. I think they have the squad to really make a splash in the league. They did it with Phillip Rivers last year um, with the same weapons. And I think if Carson Wentz can get back to even half of the MVP form he had in 2016, 
uh, they have a real chance to make a decent playoff push. Um, but right now, I think an established Seahawks team uh, whose defense really started to play a lot better the back half of last year, I think with uh, Jamal Adams, that star linebacker, getting his uh, contract re-signed this year, I think he'll be uh, coming, to, coming Carson Wentz hunting on that D-line. <laughs> and I'm um, kind of torn on this one. Um, I think I'm. I think the Colts are a little closer than what they're being given in this game, but I'm still going to go with the Seahawks. It's let Russ cook season. I mean, he's going to eat week one like he always does. And, um, yeah, it doesn't look like he's going to be slowing down anytime soon. The defense isn't stellar, but I don't think the Colts – Offense is going to be stellar coming out of the gate either. They don't really have much weapons outside of Jonathan Taylor. I mean, Michael Pittman, Zach Pascal, they don't really scare me all that much. I think the Seahawks could manage them. As long as they stop the run and don't let Jonathan Taylor run all over them, I think they got this one in the bag. Yeah, well, that's why they signed Jamal Adams, the linebacker, for such a good contract. This is going to be a good one. So, uh, Chargers at Washington, first week. Um, eight or sixty-four point five four percent of people have chosen the Chargers to take on the football team. Uh, Nate, what are you thinking for this matchup? This is a tough matchup too. This one is a little tougher too, but um, I'm gonna go with the football team in this one. I like their defense a lot this year. They have that that front seven is just insane. I mean, they have like four guys on their D-line who could be all pro guys this year. Like, it's nuts. And um, Herbert, he had an amazing rookie year. I'll give him that. I think he's going to be an MVP in this league one day. Probably even a multi-time MVP in this league. But um, I think the football team will come on top week one. I expect Herbert to be good, but um, that defense is just spectacular. And if Fitz Magic pulls out his regular week one magic, I think uh I think they'll pull this one out. Okay. All right. I'll go next on this one. Um I got the Chargers. I got the Chargers in this one. I can't argue. I think Washington defense is a top five defense in the league. I I think they're established. I can't argue against their defense. I just think they're 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 great run defense. Um I feel like even though Austin Eckler is a great running back, he's more of a receiving back. I think Justin Herbert's going to be a really pass-heavy offense within that offense. Now, when I, I don't know, it's toss-up. I have the Chargers. I can't really give a great argument for or against. I could have picked either team, but I'm going to go with the Chargers. Aiden? Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Chargers here. I think um, anytime you bring a quarterback into an offense, a new offense, and try to make it work week one, uh, it doesn't get off to quite the running start you'd like. So I could see Fitzmagic having success in this offense, but I'm going to go with the established uh, offense in this one. I think that the Chargers can use that defensive pressure on the D-line to their advantage uh, using screen plays with Austin Eckler out of the backfield. And then they have that star wide receiver, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, for the first half of the season is usually pretty good until he faces injury. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Chargers in this one. <laughs> All right. I like that. Um, I'll let Aiden handle this next one. Uh, he'll go first. New York Jets at Carolina. 
I'm very surprised. Carolina has an 89.61% chance of being chosen to win this game versus the Jets' 10%. Aiden, what do you think here? Is that too, is that too close to uh, 10%? Is that giving the Jets too much? That's too low, man. Come on. Panthers, 99%. Panthers, I think this season, they have a lot to prove. They have, we have a very young team. We have a lot of star guys with a lot of talent. And I think Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson are going to come out week one and they're going to want to just beat the living crap out of their old team, the New York Jets. So I can see Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson really coming out and making a statement this week. So I'm going to smash Carolina in this game. All right, Nader. What do you think? Fade? I got Carolina in this one. I mean, the one thing you see with new head coach and rookie quarterback in their first game, it usually doesn't go too well. I um, Zach Wilson, Robert Sala, I do like them a bit later on in the year. Don't get me wrong. I think Zach Wilson looked very good in preseason. And um, I always thought Robert Sala was a great defensive coordinator for the Niners. But um, I don't think they'll get clicking right away early into the year. And uh, Carolina is going to be bringing the heat. I love Brian Burns, one of my boys. And um, that offense is still a question mark with Sam Darnold, at quarterback. We don't really know how it's going to be. But when they got weapons like McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall, I think they're going to pull this one out against the Jets. Kind of inexperienced defense still. So I like the Panthers in this one. And I'm going to fade. No, I'm just playing. I, I, did, I didn't even look. I just saw the Jets, and I just picked the other team. I didn't even know the Panthers were playing. Like, no, Panthers have – I think the Panthers have a top-ten defense this year already coming into the year. They're, all their young guys are starting to get a little experience now. They've got uh, – Sam Darnold's my only question mark as well. I don't know. But I don't – I can't see him, you know, leading them to a four- or five-win season. I see him winning at least six, seven games – uh, with those weapons he has on offense. I just can't see them losing that many games. And um, Aiden and I were talking about it where, you know, the coaching might, you know, we're going to see how the coaching works like with this offense. And But I think the defense is already too, too well established. And like Nathan said, the Jets aren't established enough. Um, I, I don't, I don't think Zach Wilson, I'm not very high on Zach Wilson either, but um, who knows? He could be, uh, it, it, but it's the Jets. That's what you think. It's the Jets. Uh, another uh, pretty entertaining matchup here, Jags at Texans. Jags have a 75% uh, chosen rate, where Texans have 25. I go with Jacksonville. T-Law's my boy. New head coach, new quarterback. We're going to see how it goes. I just – it's the Texans. I don't – like, I think Jackson – I think it's going to be a great game because they're both pretty trash. But I think T-Law and Jacksonville's a little more established as a team. And they're a little more, I, I don't know, um, non-Tyrod Taylor-y as a team than the Texans. So I'm going to go with the Jags. Nate, what are we saying? I see this one being a very sloppy kind of 13-9 game here. Yeah. But um, I'm going to go with the Texans on this one. Urban Meyer. First NFL game ever coaching. Trevor Lawrence playing in his first ever NFL game. I don't see the Jags offense clicking right away. And um, 
I see Tyrod Taylor getting benched at halftime for Davis Mills, and um, Davis Mills still being as trash, and they're still pulling out the win. So um, I'm going to go with the Texans winning about – with 13 points, I think, is going to be my pick. So. All right, Aiden. Uh, those are some very good points, Nate. I'm still going to go ahead and take Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville has a much more underrated defense than people want to give them credit for. Um, they have a few very stud guys on that defense. And I think against the Texans offense that their best player is probably Laramie Tunsil. I think, like, what are we talking about here? This is the Texans. Like, I think, this is the worst fall from grace for an NFL franchise that we may have ever seen. Like, this is a team that was winning wild card games, winning playoff games under Bill O'Brien just two seasons ago. Like, I just don't understand what has happened. Yeah. They fell, fell off pretty hard, but just can't forget how bad that Jags team was last year. One in 15. I don't see a lot of improvements that they made. And, um, I think both of these teams are just very bad still. Yeah. And um, it's going to be an interesting game to watch for sure. We mean no, no improvements. They've just got a generational talent at quarterback. Is he going to be elite day one? I know I'm not going to be elite day one, but I think he's going to handle himself better than whoever the Texans put in. Yeah, that's fair. But um, Davis Mills and this guy, bro. This guy loves his Davis Mills. He sleep, that's a sleeper pick from this year's draft. Davis Mills, he could be good. He's get he he will get the chance when someone punctures Taylor Tyrod Taylor's lung. He will get a chance this year at some point for sure. Guaranteed. Um, as long as Deshaun Watson stays up, he's getting a chance. All right, we're gonna do this one more, and then we're gonna have to uh, start up another meeting because we only got four minutes left. Uh, Browns playing the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a ninety-five percent win choice here. It's in Kansas City. It's Kansas City. I'll never bet against Kansas City unless they're playing the Bucks or someone that's rolling higher. I'll go with the Chiefs. Um, I, I'm not even. I'm not even going to waste my words with the argument. I, I can't argue it. Aiden, you know what? That's a lot more. Uh, that's a lot bigger margin than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I'm still going to take the Chiefs, but I think that's a very good Browns team who also made improvements over the offseason. So. I think people are uh, sleeping on the Browns. Obviously, it is the Chiefs, and it is Mahomes in KC. Um, so they're going to win. Like, There's just no argument there to say that they wouldn't. Um, but I think that, that surprised me a lot, seeing that uh, percentage margin. Yeah, it, it is. I think you, you got to give the Browns a little bit of a credit, like at least maybe 15 20% at that. Anyways, Nathan, what do you got here? I'm going to put up three stats on why Kansas City is going to win this game. Patrick Mahomes' career in September, 29 touchdowns, no interceptions. Andy Reid, Andy Reid career coaching in September, I want to say it was nine something career win percentage. And the Browns also have seven new defensive starters this year. So I don't think that chemistry is going to be clicking right off the gate, right off the gate week one. But um, I think the Chiefs win this one easily. But if this game was played, let's say, week 12, I think it's a much different story. I think the Browns would have a legitimate shot at winning this when their defense is clicking, got chemistry. 
and Mahomes slows down from Jesus Christ after his September reign, I think it's a different story. But um, week one, I think the Chiefs got this one. Fair enough. All right, so next up we have, ooh, I like this one. So Miami at New England. We got a little divisional game starting up the year. Uh, Patriots have it 55 to 44. Um, let's let's start. Let's get Nate to start off this one. I started with my Steelers. Nate started with his Panthers. So Nate, what are you saying with your Dolphins here? A little upset maybe. Kind of split on this one. Um, Mac Jones in his first NFL game. He all depends on him really. If he comes out shaky and a little bit confused, then I think it's Miami's game to lose. Or like win, but it's all in their hands to lose it from there. But uh, Tua, again, like I don't know, if he's really made those year two improvements or not. It's hard to tell in preseason and camp because it's really your own training camp's just your own team's beat writers writing off. Like they could be saying whatever, like oh he made this dime and your receiver dropped it. Like it, they can make him look good however they want. None of us outsiders are really watching their day-to-day practices but um I don't know I think two has got it but it's going to be tough with one of his best receivers and Will Fuller who's still suspended but I'll go with Dolphins I think Brian Flores could coach up the defense good enough to get Mac off his game but um it's going to be a good one I could see the Dolphins losing this one too also and I wouldn't be surprised but what do you guys think Aiden take it first um I'm also going to go with the Dolphins. I think there's not a whole lot of rookie quarterbacks that can come out week one and just tear it up. But I think Mac Jones is a high composure guy. So I think if there was a rookie quarterback that I had to pick this year to come out and just look the part, it would probably be him, at least from the stories that we've heard. Um, I think it'll be interesting, though, to see the chemistry between that entire Patriots offense. So um, the reason I'm going with the Dolphins is because they have that established defense. And Tua looked okay last year with, like, zero weapons. So I think you put some weapons around him. You have Miles Gaskin coming out starting the year as running back one, which we didn't really know last year. I think now that they have that chemistry together where Tua can just make those dump-offs or they can give screen passes to Gaskin out of the backfield, I think that that'll be really good for them. So that's the reason I'm going to go Dolphins week one. Okay. Uh, I also say the Dolphins week one. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised that the Patriots are the, the, the better team in this out in this matchup, according to the stats I have here, but I don't know. I can't argue with the Dolphins. I think they're a little more established as a team um Patriots are getting a lot of guys back and I think the Patriots are going to be better this year than they were last year but I think that it doesn't stop doesn't start in week one it starts a couple weeks from there so I gotta go with Dolphins um the next one Packers Saints Packers are in New Orleans actually being played in Florida I believe because of the hurricane 89% of voters are voting Packers to win I got the Packers Aaron Rodgers is coming, and he's coming hard. Pause. Whoa. <laughs> Pause. Um, what do you mean by that? <laughs> what do you mean by that? 
<laughs> she said she was 12. Um, <laughs> I got the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers, this is his last dance. Um, Devontae Adams will leave if Rodgers leaves. And I, if I, I think the Packers, they are coming out with a fire, with a vengeance. They, they are not losing in another NFC game, NFC championship game. I think they are one of the teams that are contending for the Super Bowl this year. I think that, I don't know. I don't know what to think, but I, all I know is that Jabu's not beating the Packers. I don't know. Aiden? Yeah, no. When you look at the Saints team, they've lost uh, pretty much all of their offensive talent outside of Kamara. They don't have Michael Thomas until week seven. They've lost pieces of the defense. Drew Brees is gone. You know, first game for Jameis Winston in like a year, probably maybe two years. So I'm definitely going Packers um, for the simple fact that they're way more established than the Saints will be. And I don't think the Saints will even put up very much of a fight. Yeah, no, I also got the Packers in this one. Not even really close to touching the Saints. Although I'm on the I'm on the Jameis hype this year. I think he's going to have a good season. I just don't think it'll be enough to beat the Packers week one. They're too strong of a team all around, really. Their defense is going to manhandle that offense, and their offense is going to put up points against that New Orleans defense. So I think it's Packers win this one week one. All right, glad we're all in agreement there. Um, here's one that I think will be the last um, – sort of like toss up between us is Denver in New York against the Giants. So Denver is having a 51.24% choosing rate to beat the Giants in week one. Um, I'll start it off. I think the Giants win this. I think the Giants, and I don't see it as an upset either. I don't think, I think the Giants should be favored in this matchup. I don't care how bad their uh, defense is or offense, sorry. Their defense is phenomenal, top 10 in the, in the league, in my opinion. I think they're just as good, if not better, than that Panthers defense that we mentioned earlier. Um, I think the Broncos are not great with Teddy or Drew Locke at the helm. I think they're a good team. I just don't think – I think their defenses are pretty even. Where And then the Giants' offense is better. They have better receivers. They have a better running back. They have arguably – I would say Teddy's a little bit better than Danny Dimes, but I wouldn't say by that much. So I think the only upside you're getting with the Broncos as of right now is their receiving core. And with Teddy two gloves as a quarterback, I don't see him leading against that giants defense and the Broncos defense will be able to stop. I don't, if Saquon's playing and he's playing the way Saquon can play, I don't see the giants losing that game. Nate, what are you saying? I'm pretty close to 50, 50 on this one. I really like, I'm really torn on who to pick. Um, I'm going to lean just slightly towards the Giants' favor in this one. I um, I like the additions they made on offense. Kenny Galladay, at least, bringing him in. It gives Daniel Jones a big threat on the outside, which he hasn't really had yet to start his career. I mean, he's had, like, Slayton and Shepard, but, like, those guys aren't really true number ones. And um, even, like, Golden Tate nearing the end of his career. Like, he's not a true number one. I want to see what Daniel Jones could do with Kenny Galladay and a healthy Saquon this year. And um, I don't know. I just don't like Denver starting off. If this game was in mile high and Denver, I'd probably lean towards them. But um, I'll take the Giants in this one. Yeah. 
someone's gonna fire. Like I feel like Cortland Sutton's just gonna break down in that life. I feel, I feel bad mm-hmm. saying that, but it's gonna happen. McCall's, what are you saying here? Yeah, I'm also gonna go with the Giants here. I think the defenses are probably pretty even in my opinion. Um, it's all gonna come down to that offensive play from both teams. I think Teddy not being there for very long and not building up quite as much chemistry as Danny Dimes will have with uh, the past two years under his belt. So I think uh, getting Saquon back, adding Kenny Galladay, I think that'll be a decent offense. It's all going to be on Danny Dimes, though. So we'll have to see what he does. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Giants here. All right. So I think the next two are going to be pretty easy to decipher. Rams uh, versus Bears uh, in L.A., 92.92 92.92 are voting Rams to beat the Bears. I don't see why it's not higher. Aiden, what are you saying here? I don't know, man. Darnell Mooney is going to make Jalen Ramsey his son again. Ooh, I forgot about that. Week one, too. Wow. Yeah, that's a matchup to look for. Yeah, no. Undeniably Rams. Chicago's not a proven team whatsoever uh, other than that defense. So uh, we'll have to see what happens, but Definitely going Rams with this one. Nader? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams in this one. The Rams are an interesting team to me this year. I mean, they went from probably one of my least favorite, like most boring teams to watch in the league with Jared Goff at the helm. And now with Matthew Stafford, I think they instantly become one of my most fun, like teams I want to watch the most. Just like, I don't know. I think Matthew Stafford's going to carry that offense and just, make them an absolute elite team. And they're honestly, they're probably my Super Bowl pick in the NFC this year. I like the Rams a lot, as long as their defense could stay healthy because they're a bit thin on depth. But um, I like the Rams a lot this year, and I think they'll cruise by the Bears with ease. I also have Rams. Um, I was on the same train as Nathan, uh, having them as my Super Bowl contender in the NFC. Uh, they've lost... Cam Akers at running back. I don't like their running backs whatsoever. I don't like that they have little depth either. I think they're a playoff team. I just, I, I, they're not my Super Bowl contender anymore. But that aside, I don't see, no offense to Andy Dalton, but I don't see an Andy Dalton led offense beating the arguably best defense in the league in the Rams defense. And then the final matchup Baltimore in. LA again, or Las Vegas, my apologies, playing the Raiders. 85 are voting towards the Ravens. I don't know. Nate, you want to start it off? Yeah, I got Baltimore in this one. I think I might be one of the only people that think this, but I think the Raiders are just brutal. I don't think they're good in any means, and I think they're going to go 4-13 and 13 max this year. It just didn't really do much to improve at all. They lost. Their offense is really Darren Waller and Jacobs dependent. If one of them go down, that offense is just terrible, in my opinion. And their defense still hasn't gotten better. Gruden's shown the past two years that he's not a great fit in, well, I was going to say Oakland, but uh, Las Vegas now. And, um, yeah, I just really don't like them. Their pass rush was a big problem last year. They only really got Yannick and Gawkway to fix it, and he's been kind of mad the past two years. I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of the Raiders. Give me Baltimore, though. I'm high on Baltimore, and I think they have a chance to win that division. As long as um, 
as long as they could get some good play from the receivers and Lamar could at least get the ball to them this year, um, I think they have a chance at winning that division. Lamar's just got to improve a little bit throwing because he's got the weapons to make plays now. Right, right. I, I don't agree with what he said about them winning the division because I see two teams better than that Ra Ravens team uh, in that division. I think they fight for second. I don't see the Browns losing that division. I say, I say they fight for the Steelers for that wild card spot. Um, there is one reason and one reason alone why the Ravens beat Las Vegas this week. It's week one. They have a guy, Sammy Watkins, week mm -hmm. one. There's no way they're losing. He's put he's, – he's three touchdowns. Mark my words, three touchdowns. Aiden, who do you have? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Ravens. I think they're much more established than the Raiders. Um, the Ravens, for me, are a team that can just run the ball and just pound it down your mouth all game long. So, I think – Yeah, got you. All right. Uh, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? <laughs> You goddamn Ravens. Ravens are the more established team. Raiders have gotten not much better, if not worse, than last year. So I don't see any reason why anyone would pick the Raiders here. Um, the, I believe Lamar Jackson usually comes out week one uh, and performs. So I think we'll see a decent performance from Lamar Jackson. Uh, the running back... Uh, play is going to scare me a little bit with Gus Edwards coming in. He's been efficient in his role, but coming in as the running back one, I'm not too sure. Uh, but I'll still take the Ravens week one for sure. All right. Well, that concludes all. That was the Monday night game. So that concludes everybody's picks. Um, looking at all the picks here, uh, the only one we've disagreed on is someone picked – so Aiden picked Titans – for Arizona-Tennessee, which was different than Nathan and I. Um, Nathan picked the Washington football team, which was the difference between Aiden and I picking the Chargers. Nathan also picked the Texans against the Jags, who me and Aiden picked uh, the Jags. Um, and that's that's the only three that were different out of all the games. So I think we move on to a little bit of uh, fantasy. So we drafted our fantasy team last week, uh, or a little over a week ago now. Um, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to talk about our lineups this year, our little pros and cons here about our lineups. Um, does anyone want to go first? Nate, do you want to read out, uh, your team name and, uh, your pick number and who'd you pick? <laughs> yeah, well, my original team name is, uh, wasn't really appropriate to say. Um, <laughs> that, that's uh, not, that's not for, for here. <laughs> yeah. Um, now formally known, um, uh, the fantasy football team inspired by the Washington football team. Um, so my my draft strategy going into it was uh, I picked a five, by the way. It's an eight-person league, if anyone was wondering. So it's um, a lot of high-end players still in, like, the second and third round, whereas in, like, a normal 12-man league, you'd have a bit thinner of a third-round pick, fourth-round pick area. So um, – I wanted to get Travis Kelsey at five, solidify that tight end spot, knowing that I could get a solid running back in round two and three and still have good running back play. So I went with Kelsey and ended up having Ezekiel Elliott and Gibson 
I guess you could say fall to me in round two and three. They both went lower than their average draft position where I took them. And um, I really liked that first three rounds. Then after that, a couple of my guys started not getting to me and I kind of got a bit rattled. But um, overall, my lineups really hit or miss. Um, with Joe Mixon, I mean, he's the definition of hit or miss. Same with Amari Cooper, to be honest, who's my wide receiver one with him and Deontay Johnson. All of those guys are – like, they could go for 35 or they'll go for five. Like, it's it's no in-between. They'll either have a sick game or just be a complete dud that week. And um, I think that's really it with my team. It's – you want to list – I'm going to have some weeks where I'm under 100 points, I think, but I'm also going to have some weeks where I go, like, 180 points. It's going to be – I could read off my whole lineup. Is that what uh, – uh, just read up your starting lineup and then maybe read off your your sleeper pick off the bench. Okay, okay. So my starting lineup, I ended up waiting on quarterback till the last round and picked up my boy Tua Tagovailoa. Um, my starting running backs I named off earlier, Ezekiel Elliott, Gibson, and Mixon. And then my receivers as Amari Cooper, Deontay Johnson, and Kelsey at tight end. Um, the defense and special teams and kicker we have doesn't really matter as much. I mean, the kicker is not going to win you the championship by any means, but I've got my boy Hot Rod. <laughs> Shout out to the goggles. Yeah. And, um, the 49ers defense solely because they play the Lions week one. I drafted them for that exact reason. And a couple of my sleeper picks I really like on the bench. Um, I ended up taking Michael Thomas. I know he's not going to be playing for the first half of the year, but um, if he comes back to a good form second half of the year, it could be a big playoff pickup. And um, while the time being for him out, I like Marquez Callaway a lot. Winston seemed to target him all camp long, and even the one preseason game he showed out against, I think it was the Jags. Yeah, two CD, uh, like insane. Had two really nice grabs in the end zone. And um, that's my team for this year. Um. About an 8 out of 10 on my happiness in my draft. Could have won a bit better, but um, I like where I'm sitting. It's just a little risky with the hit or miss every week. But um, what do you boys think about your teams? All right, Aiden, I'll let you go first there. All right. My team name this year is Balls to the Waller. I got, uh, I got that man Darren Waller coming out at tight end. That was a big pick for me. Oh, and Aiden, uh, but before you continue, just read off your team as picked and then talk about the trade. Okay, as picked. So, like, you who was you picked who in the first round this year? So, I had Derrick Henry, and then I believe in the fourth round I picked Mahomes. Hmm. It was the fourth or fifth round I picked Mahomes. And then in the – I'm not sure what round, but I had Chris Godwin. Um, so I made a trade right after the draft or a couple days after the draft. I traded Henry Godwin and um, Mahomes for A-Rod, Kamara, and DK Metcalf. So I'd say I upgraded at both running back and wide receiver. And I only took a slight dip at quarterback, in my opinion. Um, so my starting lineup right now is Aaron Rodgers, Alvin Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, and then DK Metcalf and CD Lamb as my wide receiver one and two. 
obviously balls to the waller at tight end. And then for my starting flex week one, I'm going to go ahead and go with my boy Robbie Anderson. I think he's a really great pick for this week. Obviously, that revenge game with Sam Darnold against the Jets. And then I have the Ravens defense and Justin Tucker to round out the squad there. And then I also have Adam Thielen on my bench. So I think I have some pretty good wide receiver depth. And then I also have for my sleeper pick, I'd say it would be Will Fuller. I think Will Fuller, after he serves his last game of suspension, I think he could be a really great receiver for the uh, Dolphins. Obviously, he was having a career year last year. He was looking at over 1,000 yards. He was really looking great at the start of last year with Deshaun Watson. So I think coming now, he had that half of the year off last year. So I think now coming and having that health guaranteed, I think he can be really good. Yeah, no, for sure. I agree. I like Fuller a lot this year in that Miami Dolphins offense. And um, that field's going to be open up for the at least Fuller, Gesicki, all of them are going to have lots of room to eat. And he's one of the best deep threats in the NFL, in my opinion. So I like that. My apologies. Sorry. Morgan just came in. Um, yeah, no, I bring Morgan in. What? He just went for it. He, he just hugged in the shower. Ah, uh, true. Um, all right. So I'm going to say this right now. I hate to say it, but I think after that trade, Aiden has the best team in, in fantasy football. I, I can't see, like, I gotta agree, yeah. I can't believe Cameron did that. At first, Aiden told me about the trade, and he's like, I don't know, man, should I do this? And I'm like, reading, I'm like, fuck no, like, you're losing Mahomes. And I'm like, oh, shit, A-Rod. And I'm just like, no way. So Aiden won that trade. I'm just like, no way, like, this. I'm like, I don't know, like, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but it's like, I think you know the only answer. So he, he took the right guys. Um, I'll go with my draft. So I had the seventh pick this year out of the eight-man draft. So I thought it would be smart to take a receiving back as number one because I knew that the guy behind me was going to take back-to-back running backs. And so I took Austin Eckler. I think that Austin Eckler wasn't um, the best out of the run, like out of the positions. I could have picked somebody better, but I think that it was a smarter pick. And then I went and took Devontae Adams, the next pick in round two, and I got Devontae Adams in round two, which was uh, pretty impressive, I think. Um, so I'll go. My quarterback is Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray is going to be the best fantasy quarterback of this year. I think he's going to be – I think he has MVP candidacy this year. Then I have Austin Eckler and David Montgomery, both as my running backs. Uh, I think they're both running back ones. And then I have uh, Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson as my receiver one and receiver two. With Mark Andrews as my tight end, I'm not too – like, I'm, I'm okay with Mark Andrews. I would have rathered one of the big three names. But I'm okay with Mark Andrews. I think he's still top five, as well as DJ Moore as my flex. I think he's a great receiver. Um, I hope he solidifies himself as wide receiver one. I don't think he will in week one because of Robbie Anderson's revenge game. Um, and then I have the Patriots and Bucks D with Young Young Way Koo as my kicker. Excuse me. And then I have I have two sleeper picks. I think this year. So first of all, my my team's name is Read Read Option. It goes way back to year one of fantasy football where I picked up Jordan Reed midway through the season, started him four weeks in a row, and he didn't play one of those weeks and uh, got me zero points with the tight end. So I've always had tight end PTSD, so I make sure to get a decent enough tight end. So that's why I'm a little skeptical about Mark Andrews. 
Um, so I have Jordan Reed on my team. Uh, he's retired, so it's it's just like a spot sitting there. So my two picks, my two sleepers are Damian Harris, the New England running back. I think that was a sweet pick. I got him pretty late. Uh, and then one of our buddies uh, reacted to me taking that pick. He was all pissed because he wanted him. So it kind of made me feel good about picking up. And then I also picked up Kenny, Dal- Kenny Galladay, the new receiver for the Giants. I'm not going to start him week one because I don't know how he's going to do. But I think that those are two to uh, decent sleeper picks. I think my team is also an eight out of 10 in my happiness scale. I think it's very hit or miss. I think that, you know, uh, Austin Eckler could get injured, you know, just like that. I think that Mark Andrews won't perform uh, with Lamar at quarterback sometimes, you know, um, I don't know. DJ Moore might not get targets, but then again, I got to look at the positives and see like, hopefully we're going to get some, some good football. I just, I don't know. I'm so excited for football boys. Don't even know. It's going to be crazy. It is going to be crazy. All right, but I think that's about it. I think we've been recording for about an hour, almost an hour and a half now. Yeah, for sure. um, We're going to keep up with our our fantasy football, and we're going to keep up with our predictions throughout the weeks. And, um, you know, we're uh, we're ready to get back into Hail Mary podcast. It's been a while. I... I think we're going to focus a little more on football uh, more than all sports. I think we, you know, we'll, we will cover hockey and basketball and whatever's kind of going on in the sports world every episode, maybe every two episodes here and there. But I think football will be our main focus because that's how we do connect us through fantasy football that um, we kind of get into it. You know, we watch football every week together. Uh, we've been talking about it for so long. We're, you know, just crazy horny about the game for tomorrow. Um, I think that's all we're doing is watching, like all of us are going to be watching the game tomorrow, whether we're at work or at home or anywhere else. So pretty excited for, for this year, boys. Um, yeah. I think it's about it. Yeah. All right. Also, um, follow our Instagram account. That's where we'll, uh, every week we'll post on our story or something, at least keeping, a, keeping track of what our record is for Pick'em. And throughout the year, we're just going to have a friendly competition with it. See who can do the best. I think it'll be fun for viewers to at least engage with us and kind of keep track of how we're doing. I think I like that idea a lot. But if you guys have any other suggestions on uh, what we could do to be better, always let us know. Feel free to DM us or message us personally, either or. We're uh, happy to take suggestions always. And um, we want it to be at least enjoyable for viewers to sit through and listen to us talking for like an hour and a half. So always let us know uh positive feedback criticism just give it to us exactly just absolutely dog us everything <laughs> yeah, wrong, yeah. absolutely dog no. stay like say something say like yo you like you fucking suck bro like you you don't you don't give us enough entertainment like tell that to us we'll improve do it yeah. for you guys for our viewers i just our realized local. i was blocking the greatest rap album of all time for the entirety of the podcast he was he indeed was (laughs) you gotta get bro you could just like get any album you want painted black and put on a parental advertising (laughs) sticker and call it donda bro and be like yo with donda (laughs) donda (laughs) donda morgan's singing donda chant (laughs) all right boys well uh here gonna end it here thank you very much be tune in for episode two Yes, sir. Catch your boys later.